The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network The Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables Never give up, never surrender This is The Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com If you vote for me, all of your wildest dreams will come true. The Bob Seska Show. All right, so uh, we don't we don't have a lot of time, so we, we have to dig in and do this. Uh, welcome to our Wednesday show. Uh, you know, I thought what I'd do because. <laughs> Of course, yesterday when we finished the show, that's when all the news happened. We we managed to get the Cohen news into uh, the discussion on our Tuesday show, but then the Manafort news broke right after we finished, or maybe about a half an hour, forty five minutes after we finished. So, goddamn it, we have to do something. We have to talk about all this. God damn it! Yeah, because it's big, 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 big news. So I'm bringing in uh, Buzz Burbank and Kimberly A. Johnson together for the very first time. <laughs> Thank you, thank, thank you, you for having us. Yeah, yes, yeah. Thank you both for uh, for doing this today. I know it's uh, it's, it's what a busy we live day. for. I mean, Buzz <laughs> is working on uh, Buzz Burbank news and comment for Thursday. Uh, I'm working on the Thursday show. In fact, I was trying to get a guest, and we've had to delay this guest. I actually bumped. You know who I bumped? I bumped Soledad O'Brien, so oh, we could do oh this gosh. today. <laughs> She was okay with it because she was having a busy day too, as you can yeah. imagine. So, Kim- Kimberly, I hope we don't suck. I know, really. <laughs> don't, Jeez. Don't, yeah. No Just, pressure she, or anything. She, she could have been here instead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry we had to meet under, I guess, historic circumstances, but yeah. I'm glad we we finally did. Yeah. And and uh, to both of you, I would say, don't you hate it when he makes us stay after school? Like this? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Uh, so where do we start? I, I guess most of this conversation is going to be about Michael Cohen and the yeah. Michael Cohen uh, plea deal because so that seems to be the the one of the two stories that could put Donald Trump into more jeopardy. And of course, that's the story we have to focus on because right. anything that's going to take this guy down mm-hmm. is always going to be good news. And this just happens to be 
I don't know if he's going to be able to. He's certainly going to try, but I don't know if he's going to be able to wiggle out of this because what's happened is, and you know, Maggie Haberman put it uh, with, with a bit of breaking news last night on Twitter. She kind of defined exactly what has happened to Donald Trump here. And she wrote, Trump folks are worried about impeachment more than before. The thinking goes like this. This is something tangible, not theoretical. And it didn't come from Mueller. Does not mean it will happen. But this has moved to a different stage in their minds. And what oh, yeah. it the it she's talking about is, of course, impeachment. Does not mean impeachment will happen. But this has moved to a different stage in their minds. So what has happened here, Buzz and Kimberly, is that Donald Trump's been flanked. Wrong. It's like that scene in Jurassic Park where the, the guy is, is hunting the velociraptors toward the end and he's got a couple of them in his sights and then suddenly the one appears on his left and <laughs> right there next to his face and he goes, clever girl. And then of course the velociraptor jumps on him and tears him to shreds. That velociraptor is Michael Cohen and the Southern District of New York catching Donald Trump completely with his uh, his baggy, wrinkled pants yes. down, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's been a, a fair amount of stuff to digest here, and so I've been spending my time since then trying to digest it and, yeah. and gather as much information as I can and, and, and to try to make sense of it. And clearly nothing criminal is going to nothing's going to happen in terms of criminal charges at this at this point right. it doesn't seem it, it also occurred to me today and a, a bit of a tangent here that in his report robert Mueller can in fact refer this for criminal charges once trump leaves office mm -hmm. yes uh, so uh, either way trump could go to jail for for some of these things after he leaves office yeah. now getting him out of office of course right. uh, and and that is the remedy that most people agree on uh, most uh, legal experts agree that uh, the remedy for a president such as this is not necessarily criminal charges while he's sitting as tempting as that may be yeah. but instead a political solution through impeachment mm -hmm. and uh, with a, a Democratic Congress looming uh, this has become a very real possibility. So it, it really is a question of impeachment. It's even been proposed that although Republicans have shown no sign of bending so far, that as this gets dirtier yes. in the coming weeks, mm -hmm. uh, even they may, as they did with Richard Nixon, turn mm -hmm. on the man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a very real possibility. In fact, it's really telling that here we are. It's about uh, eight minutes after 11 Eastern time on uh, Wednesday, and we haven't heard from any congressional Republicans yet. Not a goddamn word. I'm looking at Paul Ryan's Twitter feed. The most recent tweet was uh, twenty, yeah, twenty three hours ago. Uh, we haven't heard anything from uh, from Mitch McConnell, certainly. But I, I don't know that necessarily we're going to hear, all right, we're going to start impeachment proceedings. No, I we're think, not going to hear that. I think we're going to see something right. along the lines of, we're very concerned, yeah. we're going to watch this closely as more information comes in. It's going to be there, kind of a tentative thing, don't you think? There, Yeah, and there may even be more investigations. That's another way yeah. of, you know, uh, one way to uh, avoid immediately addressing a problem is to have a study of it first, mm -hmm. yeah. or is to study it first. That buys some time. Yeah. Right. So, uh, look for that uh, possibility as well, I would think. I would think that they're biding their time until the midterms, and then we're also not even 
considering what, if anything, Omarosa might be dropping. And I, I hate oh, to yeah. bring her into the fray because I think she's just as bad as Trump. <laughs> but I think that, you know, can you imagine if in the middle of all of this craziness, she's, she, and it probably won't happen this way, but what if the N-word tape drops? Because in my opinion, the N-word tape is not necessarily going to change his base's mind, but it's certainly for the people who are not really fully paying attention, especially to his racism, or can justify <laughs> some things or ignore uh, this you can't. And, um, you know, I mean, it would just be another, uh, you know, piece of shit in the shit storm. Yeah. <laughs> Kim- Kimberly Johnson looking for seconds of dessert, <laughs> I think, at this point. Yeah, right. Like we just we had this gigantic hot fudge sundae placed before us. And well, now but I think talking about something because it is a sh- it's a, like a, a total shit storm. Yeah. That Trump is facing. And it's like one one um, thread that the horse whisperer wrote last night was really interesting mm. because the person whoever I don't know if it's a male or female wrote that uh, last night Trump's rally he was and you even mentioned this to me Bob privately that he didn't have his mojo oh no he that, didn't you know he he, he seemed you know and, and horse whisperer described him as a nar- narcissistic personality so right. that you know he's been caught and his mojo is gone and yeah. so what he's going to do now is he's going to float uh, narratives and see what sticks and that it's what he's doing this morning oh yeah well you brought a very important point into this Kimberly and and that is the the public perception angle of things mm-hmm. uh, while we can't do a lot criminally and while uh, the other uh, remedy impeachment is uh, going to be a slow process uh, what we have in the meantime also is a public opinion mm-hmm. and you're yeah. right this issue while uh, it's uh, using the n-word is not a violation of law uh, it, it's not it, it's not an impeachable offense, uh, but it will change hearts and minds, mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah. and so there, therefore it is significant. If I may, and and I think I should because it wouldn't be the Bob Seska show if it didn't have <laughs> if it if it didn't have a dark moment, and so Bring I think Bob, Bob would appreciate the darkness of this. Um, Here we go. A former official. Uh, this is what I wrote my account of it. A former official of the Trump White House tells Politico that under pressure, it's very likely Trump will do something erratic that could make a bad situation worse. Oh, shocker. Yeah. Yeah. Please continue. But wait, there's more. Okay. Uh, A former former Trump campaign official says, a campaign official says uh, Trump's current aides and advisors have also worried about what Trump might do so they are trying to keep him busy yeah. by sending him to Nevada, Kentucky, Missouri, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Tennessee. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's just it. I think we're looking at a very real possibility of Trump taking some extraordinary step to right. either distract from this story or to completely right. get rid of it. Like I said last night, maybe he's going to start attacking the uh, prosecutors in the Southern District of New York. Maybe he's going to he's just going to say that this is not a crime which is actually what he started to do already today, as Kimberly was saying. The tweets today have been extraordinarily revealing in terms of where Trump is. And again, much like his rally last night, there's no spark here. He yeah, doesn't, there's no there there. He's basically yeah. he's trying to carve out a narrative right now because he doesn't know where to go. Just uh, this was tweeted at 1030 for, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about Republicans weighing in. Mm-hmm. Orrin Hatch uh, on Cohen said, these are some serious charges and they can't be ignored. He said, mm-hmm. I'm not very happy about it. And I'll put it, I'll put 
it that way and it should have never happened to begin with. Interesting. So, I mean, you know, for what that's worth. Well, Orrin Hatch is on his way out, isn't he? So, I mean, I maybe so, yeah. maybe that's... Yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to make sure... Uh, I'm trying we, to make sure that this information with the congressional Republicans is put in the right context because there's some of them... Some of them who are going to be uh, up for re-election in November are probably going to stick with Trump. But I think right. a lot of the ones who are on the fence mm-hmm. or yeah. who are leaving Congress are going to uh, to pile on. And it's, it well, should be. They should be doing that. And and if any have consciences, uh, that, that may enter into right. it as well. Some will follow him into the fire. Yeah. Uh, some, uh, like you said, have nothing to lose. So they will say what they will. There may be some in the middle, yeah. uh, despite the, the advantages. I mean, in some ways, they've gotten what they wanted from Trump, which was the tax cut and yeah. uh, a Supreme a Conservative Supreme Court. Uh, you know, so that in, in in that sense, their their work there is through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I, I think there are people in the middle uh, who will uh, maybe turn on him, and and maybe what you see in Orrin Hatch here, who's just been horrible through all of this. Uh, maybe we're seeing a little bit of crumbling there, right. which yeah. is what I I sort of enjoyed about that tweet. Right, and then <laughs> meanwhile, so the only two things that we've heard from Donald Trump regarding the Cohen matter is. First of all, he ins- he insulted Michael Cohen. He yeah. said, if anyone was looking for a good lawyer, I would strongly suggest that you don't retain the services of Michael Cohen, which basically Donald Trump could replace Michael Cohen with any name from his administration. I mean, he said this about Omarosa. I mean, Mike Flynn, uh, George Papadopoulos, on down the line. It seems like everyone Trump hires turns out to be a criminal. And then Trump, after the fact, after that person shows us who he or she really is, Trump goes, oh, what a crackpot. Look, how how could anyone believe that crack? Well, you you hired that person yeah, to work in the right. White House. You hired, he hired this hired other guy person. to work as your yeah. lawyer. He hired these people knowing that. He yeah. hired them because right, of Right, because that. of it, exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, that's, and that's the truth of it, but that's not ever what we'll hear from Trump personally. And then he said here, uh, Michael Cohen pled guilty on two counts of campaign finance violations that are not a crime. He's claiming that this is the crime is not a crime. Again, this is kind of like a guy getting pulled over for speeding and saying, you know what? And telling the arresting officer, I'm going to put the system on trial. Oh, well, good luck with that. He continued here. This is going to be the whataboutism. President Obama had a big campaign finance violation and it was easily settled. And what they're talking about here is not even in the same league of finance, (laughs) campaign finance violation. There was an error in one of their reporting forms and they corrected it and that was that was it that was the extent of the massive well, uh, awful crime this, that obama committed part of this is that erratic behavior part mm, of that yeah. is is um, uh, an animal who's cornered wounded and yes. cornered and, right. and that's what uh, maggie haberman is describing him as right now right and and you know we know how he behaves in that situation mm-hmm. and we know how erratic he can be and, and he's and never that's been caused, cornered like this yeah yeah, that's true. Uh, and and again, uh, these are birds of a feather, and he, and he knew that he they, the they're not, the, those birds are not coming home to roost. Well, you know, what? I just want to say that one of the other uh, aspects of this is the Kavanaugh uh, confirmation. Right. I think yeah. you know. I mean, we've got. Uh, I think who last night Tom Nichols, conservative Tom Nichols, said, "I can't believe 
that I'm saying this or agreeing with this, but basically the idea that he should not, you know, if if, if Merrick Garland was too close to an election, certainly uh-huh. uh, this Kavanaugh confirmation would be. So you've got some conservatives now that are speaking out about against I, the Kavanaugh thing. Yeah. I think our I think our the Democratic motto then should be uh, we can't do it now. It's too close to an impeachment. <laughs> yeah, really. it totally, that is absolutely perfect. Yeah, and, and you know what? Tom Nichols wasn't the only one who was saying that. I think that's going to become a uh, a dominant talking yes. point, at least among a certain uh, segment of the discourse. And and we'll see whether or not it sticks. I mean, it's going to be kind of a jump for the Democrats to wrap this in, but I don't think it's going to be rejected by the American people. I think that people are going to say, Hey, you know what? That's probably not a yeah. good not a good idea to try to confirm this guy while the president is implicated in a serious federal crime or a set of serious two, federal crimes. Two, two of them. Yeah, yeah. The, the president, that's the, the big news here. The president of the United States is implicated in two serious federal felonies. That's yeah, right. Yeah, to defraud the United You're States. Right. I mean, that's right. just, it's not even, you know, like, it's not just some outside thing that had nothing to do right. with this. Yeah. You know, this is having to do with the freaking United right, it was the, and it was done to deceive voters. That's yeah, right. the, that's the key, this, and, and that's yeah. what they're going to try to obfuscate. And that's what they're actually that's what they're in, in fact doing right now. They're obfuscating this idea that Donald Trump tried to deceive voters and a man, you know, managed to get away with it. Not just on that front, but as we're going to hear in the coming months from the uh, Mueller report, it's we're going to find out that he did it with the Russians too. And and just yeah. reading Steve Schmidt's Twitter timeline is like ah. what I'm living for right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I've also good. seen the uh, the other reactions, the other excuses we've heard so far. Uh, Sean Hannity said that uh, Cohen was forced by prosecutors okay. to change his story. Okay. Which, you know, the, the, the thing here that's so remarkable about that excuse which kind of trump is making that one too well it's not a crime uh and and by the way michael cohen's just making all of this up to get right. to get a plea deal yeah and right. and yeah oh sure he's making it up verbally but you know what are we supposed to believe there in that explanation that he spent the last three four months fabricating and falsifying thousands of documents and audio recordings in order to lead up to this day to you know to yeah. finally say publicly uh, to plead guilty no a of course, he hasn't been falsifying documents and falsifying audio recordings. See, this is where Donald Trump's entire argument falls apart. He's going to do this <laughs> to appeal to that 40%. He's mm-hmm. going to try to yeah. appeal to smaller, the red hats. Smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, smaller and smaller and smaller. And at the same time, you know, the wheels of justice are going to keep spinning and rolling right over his face. And it's just, I don't know how he possibly thinks that by telling his red hat army that this isn't a crime or that Michael Cohen made this all up, how that is going to be at all helpful to him yeah. other yeah. than in saying, I'm still the greatest president in, in the history of presidents. You're going to hear it said a lot that Michael Cohen is a liar. Yeah. And, and, yeah. He, and he is. Uh, right. Sure. But that's why Donald Trump hired him, who is also a liar. So you have right. these two liars giving uh, conflicting accounts of what happened. Which one do you believe? How do you know which one to believe? Yeah. Well, uh, one of the liars, one of the known liars, is uh, under oath. Trump is not. Yeah. Uh, one of the liars is literally staring at years in prison. Mm-hmm. Trump is not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the difference between them. Uh, Cohen has been warned. Cohen knows. Cohen wants to be with his family. He has two young daughters. He doesn't want to go to prison, or if he has to, he doesn't want to be there very long. Yeah. And uh, so he will. He will 
say everything. He will spill the truth. He, right. will, he will tell everything he knows. He's volunteered now to talk to, even though this was a New York uh, federal prosecution, he's now volunteered to talk to Mueller and company and uh, answer. And he says he has uh, information that would be of interest to them. Mm-hmm. And surely they will be interested to hear that information. Mm-hmm. He's going to try to get that uh, five years and three months reduced to three or less if he can get it. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, so that's it. Who do you believe? You believe the guy who right now has his neck on the chopping block. And watch for extra discussion now as we move through this story of the idea that Donald Trump could try to pardon himself. And the reason why that's important is because while he's, uh, you know, it's still kind of an open issue, but we think it's settled law that he can't be indicted or a settled DOJ rule that he can't be indicted, but Mm -hmm, he -hmm. can be indicted once he leaves office. Oh, the minute, the second, the minute he walks, the minute he's escorted out that door, yes. uh, yeah. Yeah. He, he can be arrested well, and go away for a very long, well, in his case, probably life. I yeah. mean, so my concern there with, with regard to that, he's got two options, which is to pardon himself or to, and this is, you want to get dark? <laughs> To stay in office indefinitely. Right, yes. That's, yeah. that's the only know. other way he could shield himself. Otherwise, Donald Trump's going to jail. Here's why I don't think that'll happen. Okay. In addition to the deep state that's on our side, <laughs> yeah. uh, we now know that the intelligence community is all over this. Right. We've heard, been hearing publicly from uh, former national intelligence officials who were under threat of losing their security clearances. And so that was the intelligence community in a very large numbers uh, sort of ganging up on Trump. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the military, the Pentagon, mm-hmm. uh, which resisted his uh, uh, rulings on transgender troops uh, and and uh, managed to, to weasel their way around that, uh, they, they now are uh, you're hearing they canceled his they canceled his military parade. They said no, <laughs> we're not going to spend our. We're used to having all this money over the Pentagon. We're not going to spend it on your parade. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and you're seeing military people uh, stand up to him more and more as well. Yes, yeah, like I, I think I, in the I think in the end, military and intelligence uh, are on the side of people and journalists yes yeah. Yeah. I, I agree meanwhile uh, dershowitz said uh, last night the cohen deal is not lethal to trump uh and generally speaking the other line that we heard almost from the beginning yesterday from various uh, red hats on twitter and so on is right. the president can't be indicted which i think maybe they should turn that into donald trump's campaign slogan yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> like that is oh good so the president can't be indicted that's your excuse now we're down to that one yeah. i mean to Talk about scraping the bottom of the goddamn bucket. The, the extra <laughs> stitching, the extra stitching for that on the hats is going to be expensive. I just know that. <laughs> really. Uh, meanwhile, you know, he said here on Twitter, "I feel very badly for Paul Manafort and his wonderful family." Justice in in quotes took a 12-year-old tax case, among other things, applied tremendous pressure on him, and unlike Michael Cohen, he refused to break. So basically, this is Donald Trump <laughs> cheering on a guy for not cooperating with the federal investigation. That's what the president just did in this tweet, on top of basically saying, hey, you know what, uh, 10 of those 18 tumors weren't malignant, so I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, really. Winning! You know, it's just like, oh, no, really? Is that your logic now? His, his way of saying we take care of our own in the mob yes. and, 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 unless you're yeah. unless you're a rat and then we take care of you a different way right right oh yeah that was a separate tweet actually he said a large number of counts 10 could not even be decided in the paul manafort case witch hunt yeah.
Witch hunt, he screams, oh, God. So and grasping it, really, really grasping at straws. Yeah, that's point. all they've got left. They're just grasping. It's going to, you know, I mean, I don't know how it's all going to unfold, but I, I can't help but feel that this is like the Titanic hit the iceberg. Yeah. And even though everybody's still in the dining room having chicken and mm-hmm. they felt that jolt, you know, <laughs> right. they're like, oh, what's that? Yeah. They're going back to their chicken right. because they're trying so desperately to just, Pretend things to, are normal. Yeah. Hang on to normalcy, absolutely. Yeah, and then yeah, eventually absolutely. what's going to happen is the water's just going to continue to rise. That's why, I mean, I bring up Amorosa only because we, you know, she has threatened that she's got all these tapes. We know that she wants attention, and so she's going to release some of these tapes. We also know Tom Arnold is, you know, working yes, with Vice yeah. News, who's trying to get, you know, and the other interesting thing about this, and I'm, I'm not necessarily going to explain myself well, but you'll get my gist, is that there was, tw- I think, $26 million of the inaugural fund went to Friends of Melania, who have a company mm-hmm. that w- wound up paying Mark Burnett, uh, basically to hush money to keep those tapes uh-huh. quiet. Right. So, um, you know, we these tapes exist and it'll just be interesting to see how all of this outside of all the legal criminal stuff, how all of uh, this other stuff is going to unfold. Well, because and, I think it's just the water's just going to continue to rise. And as we, we haven't mentioned this yet, but you know who's folded into all of this Michael Cohen stuff is uh, is our good friend David Pecker. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, David, David Pecker. Is, <laughs> did, did I say David yeah. Pecker? Yeah, the guy from the Inquirer is yeah. who I'm Yes, and that's that. That's important from uh, Cohen's uh, guilty plea and from uh, the uh, plea agreement papers that were filed by the prosecutors in court yesterday. Uh, That's a key element of that. Oh yeah, sure. And then there's also Avenatti uh, deposing Trump. Oh yeah, there's. Oh my God, there's that too. That's going to be gigantic. And there, you know what? There better be fucking tapes. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Because, and by the way, I'm so glad that I'm the first one to use the F word on this show. We were tw- <laughs> 25 minutes in. Um, yeah, this is going to be massive because he's not only going to be able to depose Michael Cohen, he's going to be able to depose the president at this yes. point. The president's going to be compelled to do it. I think the president's going to refuse. I don't think right. the president right. will ever allow himself to be deposed on video or any other format, whether it's by, at this point, I don't think he's going to talk to Mueller even. I don't think he's going to talk to Avenatti, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's going to happen in the Southern District of New York as far as ramifications for Trump, but I assume that there are going to be, you know, recommendations handed down to Congress at some point. Uh, meanwhile, along those lines, speaking of Congress, uh, we, we return to the idea of pardons. Now, Lanny Davis is saying that Cohen won't accept a pardon yeah. from Trump. But does that mean right. he's saying I'm not going to go to I'd rather go to jail. That's basically what he's saying that, wow. that Michael yes. Cohen would rather go to jail for upwards of 10 years. Cause it's five years for each count that he's pled guilty on. So 10 years, possibly in exchange for screwing Donald Trump. Would any well, of us in this room, as much as we hate Donald Trump, go to prison for 10 years no. to screw Donald Trump? No. I don't and, know. And it doesn't, and it doesn't have to be for selfless reasons that Cohen is doing that because yeah. state prosecutors could then pursue him for mm-hmm. these same charges. That's right. Even with, with a presidential pardon, mm-hmm. and uh, so maybe it's partly conscious, and and maybe a conscience, and p- partly uh, knowing what he could still face even with a presidential pardon. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, Alan Dershowitz on Fox News said that Cohen can't refuse the pardon. Others have said that he can sure. refuse the pardon. So this seems like an open question as to whether or not Trump can just pardon Cohen, whether or not he likes it. But well, the great well, thing is, I think I think Trump is so pissed at Cohen he won't. That, I don't think you have to worry about maybe, yeah. it because and Cohen's already said too much right yeah he's vindictive 
Yeah, I'm not going to throw him a lifeline now. So before we wrap up, let's go around the horn and get a sense of where this leads for Donald Trump because that's what I mean whatever happens to Michael Cohen that's going to be a sideshow but I mean the main focus is how does this impact the president how does this save us from this crisis so we'll I guess we'll start uh, women first Kimberly yes. where is this leading to impeachment uh, uh, resignation some sort of uh, thing in between 25th amendment or just Trump stays in office until 2020 well, I think Stump, Trump stays in office. Uh, we see what happens at the midterms. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some kind of, you know, other crazy bombastic news story that's going to hit. There's going to be several of them before the election. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that we can get through this election without enough Russian uh, attack yeah. that, that it'll work for the Democrats in, in, in the Democrats' favor. Um whether or not impeachment comes, that's going to, I think that will happen. If it happens, it's going to happen after the election. And mm -hmm. up until the election, I think we just all have to brace ourselves for um, whatever crazy shit Trump's going to do yeah, because right. he is that caged animal and he is, he's somewhat predictable, but he's also very unpredictable. Yeah. So I think that we just, you know, I think the most important thing to keep in mind is that as, a, as an American community and, you know, as, as the, with sane people, obviously I'm not talking about the Trump people. We all have to kind of just like hold each other up, hold each other's hands because it's going to be a scary time. It's going to be exciting, but it's also going to yeah. be frightening. So I, I think we just have to brace ourselves for a bunch of crazy, more crazy news coming out. And then yep. after, you know, after we get through the midterms uh, and hopefully we see Democrats win, I think that's when we take our next step. And I can't predict what's going to happen after that. Wrong. No, I've always <laughs> wanted to do that. I was, I was thinking I was just thinking of that, that someone needed to say that. So I, I'm glad that you did. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is this. I agree with Kimberly on. I think all of that, and and that is uh, first and foremost. This is not uh, a fun time no. necessarily. Yeah. This is. I mean, it's okay that we find humor in it. You have to. Yeah. But uh, this is a very dark and serious period in American history. Mm -hmm. We are witnessing history. Uh, there, in one hour yesterday mm -hmm. afternoon, uh, we saw what will be the second worst hour of the Trump presidency. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The first worst hour is yet to come. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I think impeachment is a certainty after uh, the first of the year, at least. Yeah. Uh, at least uh, it being passed by the House and referred to the Senate. The Senate, not quite as certain, but mm -hmm. uh, the evidence at that point should be overwhelming. And I would expect that uh, the Senate would go along with that evidence. I think I think there wouldn't be much to hold on to uh, at that point for yeah. them anymore, yeah. uh, the Republicans. So uh, I, I think that's a certainty. Uh, criminal charges the minute he walks out the door. Yeah. Uh, nothing before that, but uh, the end is you are, we are witnessing the beginning of the end. This is an historic occasion. Yes. It, it really, really is. And, you know, here's what I think at this point. I mean, I think Donald Trump is probably going to survive until the 2020 uh, presidential election where he will lose mm -hmm. most likely. And of course, that's not only what I hope will happen, but that's also what I think will happen. I think the odds of impeachment, however, have gone from maybe, you know, a 99% chance of it not happening, giving the given the Republican Congress uh -huh. to, to maybe 60, 70% with mm -hmm. this, with this particular Congress, re regardless of how the Democrats do in the midterms. I think the Republicans have moved a little bit closer to actually yeah, impeaching a president of their 
their own party. I think meantime, where we are right now and what we've seen over the last 24 hours of news is the the Rebel Alliance blowing up the Death Star. But remember, the Empire Strikes Back comes next. And so there there could be some carbonite in the future for the resistance. So we got to be ready for when Donald Trump goes batshit Mm -hmm. uh, in reaction to some of this. Because as Kimberly was saying, the more and more he gets painted into a corner, you know, don't put baby in a corner. And as as soon as he ends up in the corner, it's going to be trouble for the rest of us. I mean, so a lot of things are possible at this point. So hang on, enjoy this victory, but be ready for crazy coming next because that's entirely possible. All right. notes. Thank you, uh, Buzz Burbank. Thank you, Kimberly A. Johnson. Of course, Buzz Burbank's at buzzburbank.com. Kimberly Johnson's at patreon.com slash start me up for each of their podcasts. Okay. Thank you to both of you. And I want to wrap up here with a uh, song dedication to... uh, to Donald Trump, but just I, I want to put something out there just just for the president. Oh, that's very nice because I know I, he may be feeling down. So I, I'm going to get like this. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to give him something to uh, to hope for. Right, so we're gonna we're gonna do this. Th- thanks to both of you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. Things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, that grumble. Give a whistle And this'll help things turn out For the best And Always look on The bright side of life Always look on The light side of life If life seems jolly rotten There's something you've forgotten and that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing When you're feeling in the dumps Don't be silly chumps Just purse your lips and whistle That's the thing Ain't always look on the bright side of life Come on Always look on the bright side of life For life is quite absurd Yes, the final word You must always face the curtain with a bow Forget about your seat Give the audience a grin Enjoy it, it's your last chance anyhow So always look on the bright side of death Just before you draw your terminal breath Life's a piece of shit when you look at it Life's a laugh and death's a joke, it's true You'll see it's all a show, keep them laughing as you go Just remember that the last laugh is on you And always look on the bright side of life Always look on the right side of life Come from nothing, you know what I say? Oh, Cheer up.
And God bless the United States.